No Dunks is brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Oh no, the game's in an hour and I don't have tickets. Relax, I have the Game Time app. Let's check out what's available. Ticket prices drop right before the game starts, and because Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to show you the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. Great news! I got two in the lower bowl for a good deal. You did it again, Game Time app. And you can do it too. For example, say you live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Timberwolves are back home with a game against Phoenix Saturday. To get in the door at the lowest price possible in the best seats possible, check out Game Time. The Game Time app is simple, quick, and easy to navigate. Download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store and score last-minute deals on tickets up to 60% off. To the window, to the kitchen. You put hot sauce on my chicken. Oh, your breath is kicking. Oh, it's case cake, mother. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. Happy Thursday. I'm Jay Skeets, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. Hey, everybody. What's up, Tass? We got the bearded one, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. The international man of mystery, taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friend. Making the magic happen live from beautiful Bowmanville, Ontario. GD! How's it going, eh? There he is, eh? Guys, follow us on social media. Twitter and Instagram, at No Dunks Inc. You know we're on Facebook, at facebook.com slash No Dunks Inc. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. And email us your NBA questions and comments to nodunks at theathletic.com. We hit the beach yesterday. That podcast is up and humming along, so make sure you go back. And download that Beach Steppin' Mailbag-only podcast. Thanks to everyone that sent in their questions through email, through Twitter. Really appreciate it. We're also going to have a second podcast later today. Mm. This one's going to be fun, guys. We're going to be breaking down the NBA season one month in. We're going to be debating some of the uh, you know front runners for some of the awards. Biggest surprises, biggest disappointments, funny moments, all that stuff. So keep your eye on that. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks wherever you listen and download No Dunks. And can I say this about the Beach Step and Mailbag episode? It made Matteo laugh five times. Five times. <laughs> According to his tweet. Hashtag Clavin. Hashtag Clavin <laughs> right. of Cliff Clavin of Cheers. I guess you like the... Uh, 25-year-old reference. And people are always saying, what's up with Matty O? What's he doing? Apparently he's listening to our podcast <laughs> yeah. still, and he's coming with ideas. He says, maybe you should replace the pun gun with a five-step nickname gun. Something to think about. I like that. Not I a, like that a lot. Not a bad idea. That was a lot of fun, <laughs> trying to come up with new nicknames using this weird five-step rule. <laughs> yeah, you never know when somebody's going to drop a Clavin. Yeah, that's Word right. association. <sighs> pretty fun. Yeah, he said he, <laughs> Matteo said he does a lot of that in his improv classes. So I guess he not, he's doing that as well out there in L.A. He's no. probably on the beach. <laughs> he could be. Reading emails, listening to podcasts. <laughs> anyway, go check that out. Uh, those are a lot of fun, uh, those podcasts where we just take your questions. But today, right here with The Daily Show, we are looking back, of course, at, at last night's games, the big stories going on in the league. We're going to do it today with a little true or false, Okay. First one, guys, Celtics and Clippers, they put on a show on Wednesday night. Boston battled the full squad clips for 53 minutes, but couldn't quite seal the deal, falling 107-104 in overtime. But true or false, Celtics-Clippers is the new game of the season. True or false? True or false? Yeah, it's true. Hey, 
the most recent game is always the game of the season. Yeah, I think that exactly. has a part. But also, sure. we waited 15 games. This is game 16 for the Clippers to get both their big guns in there. They're playing the best team in the Eastern Conference, according to record. Ah, well, you know, that, that bit plays yeah. a big part, and there's a big ending. Right. That's what it really matters. Uh, the first half was very meh. But if you like defense, it was, what, 42-40 at half? Something ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Low scoring. Yeah, and they and the Clippers' defense did look scary, and it came down to the wire. We saw a huge dunk. We saw big plays on either side. We saw a really, really scrappy Clippers team. I'm with it. Okay. I'm with it. Does it lose points for taking so long? Yeah, it oh, does for me. Three-hour yeah. game. I was, yeah. Did you stay up late after the Hawks game? <laughs> you went to bed. Why don't we, uh, never, never mind. Why did I ask? Clayton. I did, I did, but you're right. It took forever. That's yeah. why it maybe is a false, because it took so long, and there were so many damn multiple yeah. like you know replay yeah. reviews. Yeah. 100% it's false for me, because this is the replay game of the year. I mean, Joe Borgia, Monty McCutcheon, this is probably their game of the year. They were active last night. It seemed like every call in the fourth quarter Ugh. and overtime was going to review or a coach's challenge or they had to figure out something uh, even Doris Burke was like I don't know what they're doing but it's taken a long time yeah. <laughs> you're right Doris but that's the most frustrating thing for fans whether in the arena or watching it on TV it's like what are you what are you looking at now you know, what, do you, what, what is this one? Okay, it doesn't take that long. Well, there was a big holdup over figuring out how many, how many fouls, fouls yeah. Tice had, yeah. which is which obviously is important. but uh, Very important, but yeah. very weird that it uh, would happen like that. But yeah. there's just a couple of those things that happen. If it happens once in a game, okay, you forget about it and move on. But if it's continually happening, that does, I think, affect uh, crowd experience and fan experience yeah. to the point where people are like, all right, I'm, I'm going home now, you know, because this has already been going for way too long. No, I mean, I think, I think it happens. I think it happens, even in a, in, a, in a close game, because people are just like, oh, come on, man, just play the game. You know, it's only like 10 o'clock there, though, when it's happening. It's not one in the morning, yeah, but they're leaving. It's Los Angeles traffic, man. You gotta, <laughs> Good point. You've got to beat it. We've got to ask Matty O, I guess. <laughs> and it was an overtime game, yeah. and all those video reviews, and it was still two hours and 43 minutes. Shorter in baseball. Uh, <laughs> Fast of the four major sports. I think the, the, uh, if, we're, if you were to go through like the short list of games of the season so far, all of them, I think, include an L.A. team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my three would be, tell me if I'm forgetting one, but it would be probably Lakers-Clippers on opening night. That was a pretty damn good start. Yep. Um, Lakers-Mavericks. That's my game On of the November year, 1st. So that was awesome. That LeBron game. and the dunk, the yeah. torch-passing moment, sort of. The old, young triple-doubles. Yeah. That was cool. That was very cool. And then this one. It was a great game. I mean, you're right. Sluggish first half. Um, and then all the reviews, but go through what happened there in, in sort of down the stretch. You had Kawhi's dunk on Tice. That was huge. Mm, oh, my yeah. God. And, w- and, and sorry, l- let me interrupt. That's why it's also my game of the year, because of the way he talked about it post-game. He was <laughs> that, asked, that, the dunk? Yeah, he's asked, uh, can, you, can you explain the dunk? What do you want me to say? Patrick threw me the ball. I took two dribbles into the paint and tried to jump high and dunk the basketball. <laughs> That's what he said oh in God. monotone. Anyways, go on. <laughs> it was an amazing dunk. That was huge. It was huge. Um, Lou Williams, three, with about 30 seconds to go. You and know, the celebration there. Yep. Uh, that was amazing. Then Jason Tatum on the other end, who had a great game, dropping Paul George uh, to hit the game-tying three, you know, 13 seconds left in regulation. What do you think on that one? Is it? Are you fine saying he dropped Paul George? I he guess fell on the crush. ground. Paul George was so he, fine saying it, too. Okay. He said he'd pick up his ankles and catch him back in Boston. Okay. So, <laughs> so he doesn't care that, you know, there's a little bit of a shove off and, uh, and the feet getting tangled. It's, yeah. It's, I think uh, a drop the, is a drop. Huh? The defender was cool with it. Okay. Um, Patrick Beverly uh, turning into, as uh, Miles Brown on Twitter said, Steve Kerr and Timberlands. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I, Tim Lance, excuse me. It's uh, he was on fire. Mm-hmm. You know, incredible. Marcus Smart's ball denial on Kawhi there down the stretch, the deflection, the save. That was amazing. That was incredible. You're shaking your head. Uh, it was unbelievable that he was able to get the ball and corral it while he was falling out of bounds and, and the throw it off the camera his leg. angle was amazing oh, on that too, like right there. Yeah. Uh, and then you had Kawhi blocking Kemba's three pointer in mm. the corner uh, <laughs> as he tried to, because the, the Celtics had a chance to uh, at least try and tie this up. And the walk off like it was a turnover or something like that. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, just, yeah. he was very excited. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Mavericks Lakers was definitely better than this game. It was. But. There, there was the the added. <clears throat> excuse me, I just didn't want to talk about old games. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. just way more fun to talk yeah. about this game. Also, Marcus Smart, and Patrick Beverly were going back and forth, just shooting at the end of the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. There's other, there's better shooters out there to to take the. They they just didn't know the Clippers didn't know their their hierarchy at this point. First time playing together, and that was pretty hilarious as well. You didn't think Marcus Smart's one for eleven from three was? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's the frustrating thing about him. He make does make so many incredible hustle plays. But sometimes he's just an awful shooter. But sometimes he's okay. It's very weird that he hasn't really been able to consistently improve at that area. Because if, if he was a knockdown three-point shooter, you could never have him off the floor. <laughs> right, right. But he's, yeah, he'll give you those one for 10, one for yeah, 11s every once yeah. in a while. I mean, I don't know what else you expect from him. He's gonna, you know he's going to give it on the other end. Uh, absolutely. Gave them a chance yeah. to even tie this yeah. game. Uh, and we also had Brad Stevens getting a tech. That doesn't happen often. Yeah. While the, Celt- while, <laughs> yeah, while, the Celtics, while the Celtics were in possession, too. Yeah. Which is very weird. He was fired up. Yeah, he was. Brad Stevens yeah. was fired up. So, uh, you know, super interesting. They make w- the free throw? Hmm. Can't remember. Cost his team the game, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> no longer running for president. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think <laughs> of the first game of Kawhi and Paul George, you know, playing together? What, what we saw from that? They seem to work fine together. They, you know, they seem to understand, like, There'll be times where you're the man and there'll be times I'm the man, but there didn't seem to be too much uh, sort of overlapping of like, this is my team. No, 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 it's my team. I think they, they both are re- ready to uh, give up, you know, like they, they're putting, a, putting their ego aside, I think. That's what you said. 100%. Uh, yeah. The biggest shots of the night were neither Paul George or Kawhi Leonard even taking the shots. Yeah. Uh, when uh, Patrick Beverly got that three in the corner, it was off a pick and roll from Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell. Williams drops it to Harrell. He spins, hits it. Lou Williams or uh, Beverly in the corner for a wide open three. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard just standing one in the corner, one in the wing. Mm. This is a scary team if you have your two best players not even involved yeah. in the biggest plays of the game. Uh, not to mention they can go with even more uh, lineup ideas. You know, it was basically two guards in Beverly and Williams, then Kawhi and Paul George and Montrez Harrell. That's a cool finishing five I was loving that lineup yeah. but you know if they play against a bigger team maybe you see Mo Harkless out there if you need a big center out there maybe Zubats get some time they got a lot of options down the stretch and it was it was impressive to see George and Leonard uh playing together for the first time willing to take a back seat because they knew the other guys were rolling yeah they know they need they need those other guys and before Beverly hit that shot he had just missed another attempt and he was in front of the bench in the corner before he hit that three, and his teammates were smacking him on the butt, mm-hmm. saying, you're going to hit this. As the possession was coming, was was happening, and Montrez got the ball at the free throw line, they're encouraging him to hit that shot. Bang, he hits it. He's going to be wide open. Patrick Beverly's yeah. going to be freaking mm-hmm. wide open. And the guy shoots a good percentage of set shots, catch and shoots. And um, <laughs> on the other end, him, Paul George, and Kawhi, when it mattered, in those possessions late in the fourth quarter, it's freaky. You know, how long Paul George is, how they, amazing they Kawhi is. bottle a team oh up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. On, like, when they want to do it for, like, four possessions, 
it's going to be hard for teams to score. What about Beverly's just hustle getting rebounds, though, and giving the Clippers second chance? I think it was that first three in overtime where he got that offensive rebound, found Paul George on the miss. Like, he, Kemba Walker kind of saw him in the corner and probably thought, he's not going to come in. He comes in, gets that rebound, and, yeah. and fires it straight back out there. He, uh, he, he's very, very good like that, that he, he also puts his ego to the side. Like, he doesn't care if he's not getting the shots. He's trying to always make the right play. Uh, he, he was great last night. Can we flip this around, though, and do we, can we call this a good loss for the Celtics with, with you know, how it went down? Or no, you're, you're sort of grimacing a little bit. They blew bit. a big lead in the fourth quarter it because did. Marcus Smart kept on shooting. Honestly, it felt very similar to Team USA losing against France. You've got a player who can score in the fourth quarter. Uh, for Then it was Donovan Mitchell was on fire. Kemba Walker, I would have liked to see get some touches down the stretch. Yeah, but the Clippers did a pretty good job of blowing that up. Yeah, and that's, mean... <laughs> that's exactly what happens when you have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard who are not even having to play 100% on offense. It's like, yeah, I guess we'll take our chances with Marcus Smart against Paul George. That does maybe seem like a better matchup than Kemba Walker versus Kawhi Leonard. But still, I mean... Get him a touch. They, they, Get him a look. They missed. I mean, Tatum played great. I mean, he had a solid game. Um, they missed Gordon Hayward, I think, for sure in this. Another playmaker mm-hmm. uh, uh, for the Celtics. Um, he sure. was definitely missed in this. Maybe they may pull out the win. But still, uh, you're right. They gave up a big lead. But I thought it looked pretty solid. Looked like still one of the better teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, a, it was a very entertaining game. Was it the best? Mm-hmm. You tell us. Yeah, it's, it's easier, easy to watch those last six minutes from the Celtics and say, hmm, they don't have a superstar to hit shots because – you know, they just don't in comparison to the other great teams in the league. But, uh, yeah, it would have been nice if Kemba found a way or Gordon Hayward was out there to make plays. Uh, I think one biased thing I think that I, that I was feeling while watching this game, probably because I was just in the moment, is that maybe finally a perimeter player, a point guard, is going to win Defensive Player of the Year for the first time in a very, very long time in the NBA. Just watching smart. If they have a great defense, you know, at the end of the year, like they do right now, or... Watching that, Patrick Beverly. Beverly. Patrick Beverly probably not because of the, his teammates. But if the Celtics have a number one or two defense, he's the one. Marcus Smart's the one who's going to get the gonna, credit. Gonna, and you got some freaking highlight plays like that one against Kawhi. That was amazing. All right, well, moving on here. It finally happened, guys. After more than two seasons, in his 172nd regular season game, Ben Simmons made a three. He did it. The moment came with about eight minutes to go in the first quarter. Old Benny Boy caught a swing pass from Furkan in the corner, squared up in front of his own bench, and he knocked it down. It was smooth looking. Philly fans went bonkers. They went nuts. True or false, because he's hit this three, we can finally stop talking about Ben Simmons' uh, lack of three-point shooting. No, we won't stop talking. False? No, false, false. Because uh, it's one. He needs to now make sure that he starts hitting them consistently, and that's only then will really the conversation end about him. Because, look, the thing is, it looked like a normal, smooth, comfortable, in-rhythm shot. It looked great. Why did it take him this many games to get that shot off? That, that's what I don't understand. Um, it's, it, it, he's got that shot. That shot should be there for him. So yeah, go that, out and make, knock him in now, you know? Yeah, I'm with you. We should talk about it more. Seeing Ben Simmons <laughs> hit a three, you're like... The guy was running down the court to celebrate before it splashed down like he was Steph Curry from 2016. Uh, so you see him uh, so confidently shoot it. It wasn't the shot clock wasn't running down. It was under 10 seconds, but it was like eight or nine on the clock. It wasn't absurd. Like he's just heaving it up. No, no, that was no. just a smooth corner three that you're like, oh, shoot it. OK, you can shoot it. You can do it. Let's see it again. Uh, it was, uh, I, I should point out, too, it was the first three pointer he attempted this season. This was his second shot he attempted outside the paint this season. <laughs> wow. He's attempted one shot outside the paint. 
like a 12-footer. Nothing else outside the paint. That is, he, he, his shot chart looks like Shaq. I mean, it's, it's not mm-hmm. that far off. I mean, he's, it's more painty but, uh, than Shaq. It covers more of the paint. But it is hilarious that a man who's getting paid $29 million next year is like they're cheering like it's Brian Scalabrini hitting a shot yeah, out there. Yeah, it right? was. It, it was, was a victory cigar yeah. out there. And, I mean, we saw Tristan Thompson hit a couple of threes in Philadelphia, and I was like, look at the style and look at the form. Like, no wonder that guy doesn't shoot three. Yeah, of course, right. But when Simmons, it's just like, what? I mean, how did it take you that long to get there? <laughs> I guess he's stubborn. He must be stubborn. Yes, yeah. I think so. We saw all the workout videos in the summer. Remember he was knocking threes in? And here we are, like, how many weeks in the season? Like, five weeks in? And he's still shooting 100% from three. Yeah. <laughs> he's leaves the league. Yeah. yeah. Do you think his Aussie fans are saying... Good on you, mate. Don't shoot him. Bonza, mate. Bonza. Bonza, mate. Anya, Simo. Uh, did you see uh, or hear, I guess, 76er announcer Mark Zumoff's call of Simmons knocking him down? No. Oh, it's amazing. He's literally screaming, hold me back, fam. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. I do like that, like, everyone sort of was mocking it. Like, yeah. everyone's having a laugh about it. You're happy to see the kid actually take one and hit it. But it's, it is just silly, too. Sort of embarrassing in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, it's it is weird that we would probably be talking about this just as much if he missed. Like just the fact that he took one yeah. in rhythm yeah. in a normal offensive yeah. possession would be like, hey guys, Ben Simmons took a three. Should we stop talking about it? Now he takes them. He made it. Yeah. He, he, had, he had a good game. 18 points, 13 assists, seven boards, and he helped the Sixers really recover from a big third quarter deficit to the Knicks. I mean, they did come back to get the win, but it was a little dicey there. For a second. Uh, that was some of the great jokes on Twitter. But, you know, Ben Simmons hits his first three. Doesn't count. It was against the Knicks. Mm, you know. Well, that offense is absolutely hideous. And I'm going to, I'd like to talk about it some more when we get to one month in, our one month in episode we're recording on, on Thursday here. I can't watch that offense. It's so bad. It's it's hideous. What? That's a, they need Ben Simmons to shoot. Right. Okay, bye. There's, there was a lot of talk, of course, about, you know, can Simmons add a three-point shot? Can he shoot? from the perimeter heading into the season. You know, Brett Brown's been asked about it, you know, time after time after time. I, I kept thinking about something he said about his goals for Simmons heading into the season. It wasn't about shooting threes at all. It was from day one, I've said, I want him to continue to be an elite finisher, okay? I want him to be a reliable 75% free throw shooter, and I want him to make an all-defensive team. I haven't blinked from those three things, which are the most important to me. Again, that's Brett Brown talking about Ben Simmons. It was a couple of those going well. Shooting from the free throw line, not so hot. No. He's shooting 57.9% from the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, that's bad. That, that is bad. That's shacky. So that's maybe even, maybe that is more of a concern, especially of a guy that can uh, attack the rim like he can yeah. and should be getting to the line more with his Well, that's the other thing is he doesn't he get doesn't. to the line enough. No. Yeah, for, for a guy who gets into the paint, Tass pointed out his, yeah. uh, how many baskets he makes in there, he needs to be getting eight to ten free throws a game, really. Mm-hmm. And just logically, he took 11 three-point attempts his first year, six his second year. They went down. And now, what is he going to take? He's going to take two this year. <laughs> but don't, but I mean, none, none of those were actual real shots, though, were they? I don't think. I think they were all just a lot like, of heavers. Yeah, he or at probably. the end of shot clocks, yeah, or yeah. yeah, at the end of the quarter. I yeah, I, I don't I remember so. him actually taking like a, a legit shot like he took last night. Possibly one or two, but well, with with the the subtraction of Jimmy Butler, they and the way Tobias Harris is can't shoot this season. They they need people to shoot. So Joel Embiid is out there just chucking threes. Yeah. Um, and it's it's definitely rocked my confidence in this team to go far. All right, sounds like sounds like we'll be talking yeah, about them I on mean, the one month in podcast. I think mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think so. Maybe the two cir- month you in got podcast. Circled for a disappointment? Is that what you're telling me? 
Yeah. Whoa. Nice well, that, that way I just connected to the internet. <laughs> that was ta- Tass making that sound. Just so, so JD knows and all the listeners know. Yeah. Tass modem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, her next one here. Down at the Fortress last night, Giannis posted his routine 33 points, 11 boards, while regular season Eric Bledsoe scored 28 uh, to help the Bucs win their fifth consecutive game, 135-127 victory over the Hawks. Kick-a! Cream City, baby, improved to an NBA best 8-2 and two on the road. That cream travels, um, despite a sloppy ending, Cream City sloppy nice. endings, as ATL cut the lead. To single digits in the final minute. This game was, I mean, I was down there with Lee and a couple mm. other friends. It was, uh, it was an entertaining game. There is no doubt. It was a little wild. But forget <laughs> all of that. The true or false to you guys. True or false, Lee was double fisting champagne at the Hawks game last <laughs> night. I saw the tweets. I'm going true. It is very true. <laughs> yeah, great seats they were we had last night. I couldn't even find them, actually. I missed most of the first quarter trying yeah, you, to find I was wondering where the hell you were. I even got a wristband to a different area that my ticket wasn't even valid. <laughs> this guy showed up. Not only was he double fisting champagne, he, was, he, had, he had a band on both yeah. arms. I don't even know how they let me into the other place because my ticket wasn't valid, but I was in there they, they gave me the wristband and I said oh where's this uh, area and they're like how did you get in here and I said I don't know they just let me in they said well you're in the wrong spot you're gonna go all the way up and so the lady had to like walk me yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. To, to get there and uh, and we got there we and, were in a new section a fairly oh, new yeah. section of the area what don't, don't give them an excuse year in and year out the employees <laughs> there don't know what's happening <laughs> I, I, there's like a thousand clubs in, yeah. the, in yeah. the Hawks arena yeah. still I gotta they counter see a that club I, ticket and they say whoa never seen that before <laughs> I mean come on maybe it's like a Disney fast pass where if you pay for one club you right. get into all the clubs I don't <laughs> <Right>. know <laughs> uh, I also have to counter that test I did okay. have a very very kind gentleman I was lost too when I first got there I had no idea where this new club was and uh, he did and, he, and he, I believe his name was Carlos shout out to Carlos um he, he knew where it was. He, he took me there. I would have never found it. I'm not saying that they're not kind. Just, uh, he knew, though, I'm saying. He, I, he knew. Oh, he this did. guy okay. knew. You're right. It's, I've, I've had other people. It's not the idea. Miami Strip where the clubs change over every year. It's not like, oh, we new ownership. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that club. But this guy, this guy... Double fisting champagne. Was there well, plastic flutes? Yeah, no, well, just plastic cups, actually. Oh, yeah, weird. so, yeah, I know. No, drinking <laughs> champagne out of non glassware is uh, tough. On a Wednesday night? I, <laughs> I couldn't believe this. What guy. are you celebrating, you, man? You always amaze me. Well, the thing is, like, I, I like to drink beer, yes, but if there's champagne and that's included in your uh, ticket, yeah. I'm drinking champagne every single time, man. That was, it was great. But I went up to get the first little round because yeah. I was there with you and uh, Jared. And they would only let you take two drinks at a time. It's like, okay, I'm just going to come back. Why can't I just, like, take the three <laughs> Anyway, so I got the two beers and a champagne, and then I went back again. I thought, well, I might as well just take two champagnes back with me so I don't have to go back for another trip. Um, <laughs> and, of course, he was wearing his uh, Kyle Korver threeses yes. uh, shirt because yes. Korver on the box. Korver hit a couple threes last yes. night. So not, there were there – were, uh, you know, uh, Kyle Corver kisses and champagne yeah. wishes from, from Lee Ellis last night. <laughs> it's going to be very hard to sit anywhere else now at the Fortress. Those seats were super. They were the best seats we've ever had. Yeah, shout out to Tall Dave for those yes. uh, concert oh, seats. Oh, my God, they were great. They were, they were pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and the game itself, for, actually, before we get to the game very quickly, mm. what did you think, and maybe for you guys, if you guys caught this as well, Tass and Trey, um, the, the new look 50th anniversary Peachtree Jerseys and the floor that the Hawks were rocking. 
I like the look. Yeah. I thought I it thought looked the cool. floor was pretty cool. Yeah, and I like uh, just honest, the design of the jerseys, I think, is pretty... I like the design better than their standard jerseys. I mean, obviously, it's pink or uh, peach and black, but uh, if they were red and black, that would be a great look for the Hawks as well. I thought it was cool. And, you know, peaches. A peach basketball. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You're Trey f- Young even had the peach shoes on last night. They look, they look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Bucks, yeah, pulled it out. It really, what you were going to say. Well, something. well, Gian- so Giannis was sort of on, sent to the bench with about four or five minutes to go. Bud sort of pulled him out of the game. But then the Hawks went on this crazy little stretch where they forced a lot of turnovers, got it back to single digits, and Giannis had to come back in. Uh, and eventually they closed out. You mentioned Eric Bledsoe, regular season. Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe, I mean, I'm ready. He is the ultimate wild card. For this yeah. season, I'm t- I'm serious. Like playoffs, if he can play, like he plays yeah. in the regular season, treat him like James Harden, man. Yeah. Expect him to melt down in the I playoffs, know. but enjoy it during the regular season. He's great in the regular season. He does yoga. But could he not? Could he not have his Kyle Lowry sort of playoff run moment? <laughs> like, could he finally just break out of that funk? You know, Lowry struggled at times in the playoffs, and it hurt his team. Um, could Bledsoe? Could he just string it together? You're right. I mean, I anybody could. could. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's I just good think to he's such a wild ball. card. Oh, big time. And that's why I like the Chris Middleton injury for them because I yeah. I figured they're going to win all these games and it's good for Eric Bledsoe and Brooke, not so much Brooke Lopez. He's reliable, Brooke Lopez. But the other guys that just step into these number two and three roles and they're 4-0 without Chris Middleton and they're going to win. They're going to win. They're going to be the number one seed in the East, I think, when all is said and done. You know, I guess Boston will be there too. But uh it's just a good, good team. Can I, I want to ask something about uh, the halftime show, 2 Chains? Yeah, yeah. 2 Chains making things happen. Wasn't this the year where the Hawks didn't need to have good halftime acts because they were moving on? They did have a violinist for opening night mm. instead of future. <laughs> but I guess mm. they were just saving it, saving it for the peach. Yeah, 2 Chains got his, he's got some sort of deal going on, too. You know, you yeah. give me the courtside seats, I perform a couple times. He's part owner of the G League team, yeah, I, right, I believe. Right, right. College Park owner. Hawks, yeah, that's right, Skyhawks, yeah. Uh, the Hawks rookies did play well in this. That's one good thing. Um, those are the, I've, from what I can remember, watching the Hawks this year is the best DeAndre Hunter game we've seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Career high twenty seven for him. And uh, Cam Reddish, I thought played well too. He, he's struggled at times this year. Seventeen points. He hit three threes. Future is definitely bright there for Atlanta. It's going to take a few years, but uh, if no, that was two chains last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, great yeah, joke! Yeah, great yeah, joke. Enough, Start the streak for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, th- this is the thing. It's going to take a few years. It's going to be a, a bumpy old road there. But if these guys do all stick together and, and continue to fulfill their potential, the Hawks definitely will be a good team in the future. One, uh, <laughs> one interesting, <laughs> one interesting statistical quirk I saw last night: the uh, Milwaukee Bucks played eleven. Went 11 deep, 10 hit a three-pointer. Yeah. yeah very interesting, isn't it? That uh, that's no, just, Who, did uh, it? Who didn't hit it? Oh, see if you can guess. <laughs> Robin Lopez. No, he hit one because no, he, he gave hit, us yeah, a little he, tea he celebration. Peach tea. This guy's got a unique look to him. DJ, DJ Wilson. DJ Wilson, ah, that's right. Yes. He did try a couple. So everyone tried them, tried one, but uh, he was the only one who didn't hit one. I mean, that's just the way the game is, isn't <laughs> oh, it? Yeah. How about we start a quirk run for you? Yeah. <laughs> First quirk. quirky stat run. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, we've got some more true or false questions about some of the other games and performances from last night. But first, a word from our sponsor. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually, we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, Crikey, I lost my mojo! (laughs) Or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or, Sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. Lee told a story today about peeing backwards, and I can't stop thinking about it. (laughs) But with Roman, it is easy to talk about. With a real doctor who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman... You can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED 
all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication's appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started, also simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash NoDunks and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to GetRoman.com slash NoDunks to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash NoDunks. For a free visit to get started, that's GetRoman.com slash NoDunks. True or false? Let's continue. Luka Doncic lit up the depleted Warriors. 35 points, 10 boards, 11 assists in the Mavs. 142-94 win. That's not a typo. The dunk. He did it all in only 25 minutes and 30 seconds. The least playing time in NBA history by a player to produce a 30-point triple-double. True or false, guys? I'm swerving here a little bit. True or false? Luka will be starting... The 2020 All-Star Game. Starting. True. I think you're right. I think so. I think so. He's going to get the fan vote, no doubt about I mean, it. He's basically already had that last year. Yeah, it's, it's really just who he's going to have to beat out for that position, I think. So if you're looking Western Conference backcourt, James Harden. Well, that's the problem. Luca was a frontcourt guy last year. Mm. So he is going to be competing against... AD, Kawhi, and Paul George, four forwards in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. He seems like a guard. Yeah. He handles the ball. He's basically their point guard, but he was a front court vote Do, last does year. Does that make you lean towards I would false, say false, yeah. Wow. I, wow. We got four superstars playing in the biggest market with people who vote a lot. That's tough. <sighs> they, they but but thing, you're helped yeah. out by you're helped out by Kawhi, of course, missing games, you know, with the load management. Paul George missing the start of the season. And I actually think he would get more of a consideration over an Anthony Davis. Like, LeBron's LeBron. He's going to probably be the captain, but... Mm. No? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, oh, no, I, I, I do. I think Luka could easily be a top three guy in the fan vote, but I think coaches are going to value Anthony Davis more. I, I'm, I'm going true, if he's even a forward, mm. and which it sounds like he probably will be again. What about what's, you? The, what's the calculation again? Fan vote? 50% fans? 50, 25, 25? 50, 25, 25 yeah. players, coach. Right. Media. Me- media. Media. media, media, players, and media, players, and media. Yeah, yeah. Coaches, coaches vote the pe- reserves. That's right. What do you think, Taz? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm with. I, I do think that the math is probably against them, just just because of the the forward spot. Yeah, I, I agree with Trey in this one. So, but can I? I also don't doubt that the NBA could push him to be a guard. Yeah, yeah. That, that's for sure. That's the real thing is if they what position they because like him. who's the other guard with Harden? It's yeah. going to be because with Curry Lillard, out, Lillard, it's probably maybe. Lillard. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're way out of the playoff yeah, picture right yeah, now. That's yeah. my point. Yeah, if he's a guard, then, then it's probably probably happening. I think they will list him as a GF, I think, to give themselves yeah. that. Because yeah. it would look a bit – I think the NBA would want him to start, considering how, how great he's been to start this season. So here's, that, here's a bonus question off mm. of it. If he, if he is a part of uh, the starting lineup and we do the captains again – Will he be the first pick? Will he be the first pick by, a, let's say, a LeBron or a Giannis? Yeah, you'd want to play with him. Yeah, for I'd sure. want to play with him in an All Star game. That's for sure. Well, I guess, I looks. guess for LeBron, it depends if Anthony Davis is, is available. I think, I think LeBron will pick his teammate first. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. But he'll probably it depend because they just do a flip of the coin, don't they? To decide. Oh no, no, it's the guy whoever gets the, the most, most votes. Right. Yeah, so he'll he'll. Oh, Giannis. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Giannis could get that number one yeah. vote, right? Yeah. Then I think Giannis takes him first. Well, I think you're sure. right. Well, yeah. If you're if you're picking. L- let's think about it. If you're picking between James Harden and Luca, right? Like those, those are the at this point the top players this season. You're probably taking Luke. 
<laughs> he's, I mean, this is an unbelievable role he's on. Uh, Mavericks coach Rick Carlisle after the game. Look, he's a very special player. There's not much else to say. This isn't a big news flash now, obviously talking about the triple-double and all that. This is getting to be pretty normal. That's the, that is the crazy part. You, you're, you're pretty, you are a special player when this starts to become the norm, these sort of like 30-point triple-doubles. And like, what was the whole thing, the first quarter last day he was beating the entire Warriors team? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, 22 he, in the first quarter. He outscored, out-rebounded, and out-assisted the Warriors in the first quarter. I thought, how is that possible? How does he have more rebounds than the entire Warriors team? But it's true. Yeah, in, be, in between sipping his champagne and eating his caviar, this guy was giving us uh, the the dunk updates <laughs> yeah. there uh, in the in the box seats, I, I, and I got super excited when you were like twenty two in the first quarter. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, oh my! And then you told me the score, and I was like, he's going to play less than thirty minutes. He ain't yeah. going for fifty. Or and the team that they're playing against, I think that you know it diminishes it a, a little bit yeah. because the sure. Warriors are just. A revolving door at this point. <laughs> a bit, we gotta we gotta get that poll up. It's a fun one, I think. Will Luca be starting the twenty twenty All Star game? I wonder what people will think. That it's a great point with the forwards, guards, though, it's, and where he falls. All right, next one though. Sky is falling in San Antonio. Even Graydon Gordian is worried. Oh no! Coach Pop and the Spurs are in the midst of a seven game losing streak, their longest skid since Jerry Maguire was released. <laughs> On Wednesday night, Bradley Beal he shot nine of nine in a twenty one point third quarter en route to scoring 33 in all as the lowly but entertaining Wizards beat the Spurs 138-132. Guys, I'm asking it. I'm asking it. True or false? (laughs) Rest in peace to the Spurs playoff streak. Is it over? Is this the year they don't make the playoffs? They've made it for 22 consecutive seasons. Who's got the guts? Who's got the guts? It's done. You think it's over? I think it's done. Yeah, this is the worst they've looked. I mean, the, that's this, not wrong. Um, the defense is atrocious. You you could always look at the Spurs and go, it doesn't matter who they're playing, they're just going to snap out of this and get a few wins here. But they're they're losing to teams that they should not lose to here at home to Portland, who are struggling. I think they were on a back to back there too, and now Washington, who you know they've been a, an awful team. They go to Philadelphia and New York next. I mean, all of a sudden, that's not like... You can't just go, oh, the Spurs are going to pick up a couple of wins here. I mean, the, the, the Knicks, obviously, is the one they probably think, okay, we can, we can get back on track with that. But uh, this could be... Uh, I don't know what Pop's longest losing streak ever is, but it must be, must be pretty close. But, yeah, I, I think at some point it has to end. And, uh, and this year, the West is very deep. You're seeing a lot of teams pushing as well for, that, uh, for the playoff spot. I, I think they're going to struggle to make it. They're, they're, where are they now? They're 5-10. and 10. I guess there's still only a couple of games back. It's still early. But Mark, I saw I heard Mark Stein on Simmons podcast saying I am I'm going to be the last one to that party yeah. uh, because he's going to wait it out until I see it with my own eyes that the Spurs are you know officially eliminated from playoff uh, contention. I'm not saying it. Yeah. Well, Mark Stein, you had me at hello because I 100% agree. I'm going to pick the Spurs to miss the playoffs the day that they are eliminated. Okay. That being said, they look like trash. <laughs> You're not kidding, man. They're they're just bad. They're fourth on offense. That's fine. But they cannot guard anybody. No. DeRozan is terrible on defense. LaMarcus Aldridge, no resistance at the rim. Trey Lyles, super slow. You're doing a disservice to the name, buddy. They just don't have <laughs> athletes. They have nobody who is a good athlete who can keep up with guards on the perimeter. And then they have nobody at the rim who can stop. Uh, their, their bench is fine. I think their bench plays all right, but uh, that team is bad. Well, so it sounds like they're the Wizards of the West. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Pretty good I offense. mean, they got DeJounte, who is a good defensive player, but it doesn't really matter if no one else is stopping them. And, and, and you mentioned there, like, giving up 116 points a game, that is so unspurs like So, um, you know, it, it's, 
it's and Pop's it, looking for answers here too because yeah. didn't he? He started Patty Mills yes, last and, night and, and Pirtle, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. So he's trying to shake things up, yeah, and get them out of this funk. But uh, another loss. Yeah, the problem with uh, Dejounte Murray they brought him off the bench. He has a minutes restriction, yeah. so that that hurts them a little bit. And it's odd uh, this team now back to back years that they're bad defensively, but uh, they found a way last year. So I'm going to say they find a way again. I agree. Wow. So you're not you're not ready to say they're not making the playoffs. I'm, nah. I got to be honest. I'm with Lee. I think this. I'm just. See, I'm really fascinated to see what they do here and what they can do if they try and trade, you know, a DeRozan or an Aldridge mm-hmm. and really lean into maybe a, the possibility of a of a like a blow it up sort of rebuild with the youth. Or do they movement. just spurs it and say, hey, I know. I give know. it some time. <laughs> Skeets picks us to not make the playoffs yeah, every year, and we figure it out eventually. That's probably what they'll do. They had the same team this year that they had last season. I would assume they're just going to hope that the continuity wins out in the long run, but something has got to change. They just have to be better. Zero wins over teams with winning records uh, Mm. so far. Um, A little insult to injury, too. A little salt in the wound. Uh, Yesterday, ESPN broke news that Paul George once requested a trade to the Spurs to try and play with Kawhi Leonard, and the Spurs and the Pacers couldn't work out a deal. I mean, it's just a, you know, they're already down in the dirt, and they're like, oh, yeah, you could have had uh, maybe possibly those two guys. Could have made, couldn't make it work, though. That's when, obviously, PG was with the Pacers. Ah. It's, uh, it's a tough watch right now, for sure. Hopefully they do something, because the Spurs generally don't. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just uh, hold firm and, and for the mo- more times than not, turn it around. But 22 consecutive... Playoff appearances Mm -hmm. is on the line early here. All right, uh, final one, guys. Trailblazers waived big man Pau Gasol on Wednesday. 39-year-old has been unable to successfully rehab his left foot following surgery. In a video to fans, uh, Gasol said the Blazers are working on details of a coaching role for him. So that's sort of good. Uh, True or false? Pau Gasol is a Hall of Fame lock. Of course. Lock. Yeah, true. True, 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 true. Big true. Big true. Two championships, six all-stars. You know, in a long career, 18 seasons, and, and then, of course, the uh, unbelievable international play. That's enough for you guys? Yeah. Great player. Very consistent. Very reliable over a long, long career. Got the championships. He's got the stats, the All-Stars, the All-NBA. Uh, I can't see how he could possibly yeah. not make it. Yeah, I think he's an, a Hall of Famer just for his NBA career. I mean, he was the second-best guy on those Lakers teams that were a really good team at the turn of the decade. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, he has All-Stars. Rookie of the Year. He has accomplishments as well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. put him in the Hall of Fame. He also helped get us a job, which was really big. We were in some interviews when we were pitching the show, and an executive at NBAE said, Hey, uh, hey, hey, Trey, I hear you do a Pyle Gasol impersonation. It's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it on Twitter. Okay, sure. Um, so I just whipped something up, put my hands into like a, tried to make my hands look like hooves. The Pau Gasol, <laughs> Pau Gasol complaining for every foul call, just opens his eyes and puts his hands up like hoof hands. Uh, so, you know, they loved it. <laughs> Signed us six years later, Pau Gasol going in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Thanks, Pau. <laughs> Thanks, Pau. I would like, Pau's so smart. Isn't he like a doctor, basically? Yeah, that's I'm, it. I'm surprised he just didn't, doesn't yeah. do surgery on his own foot. Like, yeah, maybe that's why they went to me. He's like, guys, I'm spending too much time rehabbing. I need to get back in the lab and figure out what's actually wrong here. Yeah, so it'd be pretty cool if he does uh, stick with either the Blazers or another franchise uh, in a coaching role. You've, it's a like quiet retirement, though. It's a very quiet. Mm. Well, he says he wants to try and get back eventually, mm-hmm. yeah. too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, good luck to you. Yeah. Good luck to you. Good luck to you, sir. Uh, All right, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, Tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. 
Lily. Hey, yes, that's me. That's me. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta be yeah. honest. I had in my notes it was Trey, and I was looking at Trey. I'm like, why isn't Trey doing anything? Sorry, it's Lily. Yeah. Well, the, the biggest news of the night was, of course, Ben Simmons hitting that three pointer. So there was just a few funny tweets out there because you knew people were going to get their jokes off. They've been chambering these for what a year, two years now. And you've been chambering them for 20 minutes since yeah. we started recording this podcast, <laughs> exactly. looking for these babies. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting. One tweet came through from NBC Sports Philadelphia. You'd think they wouldn't make such a big deal out of it because it's their guy. But in all caps, this is one. This is, there's more to come. So this is one. This is not a drill. Ben Simmons made a three. This is not a drill. Okay. Uh, Worldwide Wob. Where were you the night Ben Simmons lost his three card? Yeah, not bad. You were drinking champagne yes, in the back seats down at the fortress. <laughs> of course, Kevin O'Connor had to chime in. You know, he, oh, he's, yeah. he, he's always talking about Ben Simmons shooting with the wrong hand. He just said, put Ben Simmons' first three in the Louvre. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the and Brian Pickett then tweeted. Have you been to the Louvre? Yes, of yes, course, okay, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, it's a beautiful city, Paris, and beautiful... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Museum? Museum. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Artwork. The, the uh, Mona Lisa itself. Overrated. Oh, big time. Tiny. Not worth very, the wait. Very, very tiny. Yeah. Don't, don't go and Behind, see Behind, like, plexiglass uh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There was just a big write-up in the New York Times about how much it sucks. It does. It, yeah. does. it, it does. does. It's, it's living so, solely off its PR right now. <laughs> if you're in Paris, because you, you might only be there for a couple of days and you've got uh, a limited time, don't spend five hours trying to see the Mona Lisa. Complete waste of time. Other excellent museums in yeah, the city as well. So much to yeah. see in Paris. Just sit on the cafe and have a coffee. Anyway, Brian Pickett also tweeted, this is the last one, Ben Simmons is a coward for caving to internet bullying. Uh, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, so Lee with a million tweets there. I love it. Talking about Bill Simmons. All right, let's get to... <laughs> I mean, Ben Simmons. Bill Simmons well, had his first three last it, night. Exactly. They had the same amount of threes until last night in the NBA. <laughs> Great joke. I would love to see <laughs> dueling streaks. <laughs> I'd love to see Bill Simmons take a three-point shot. You think he's got range? I know he talks a lot. I don't think he's a... Uh, uh, you know, according... Uh, I know when him and House used to play together, he was the point guard, so you have to imagine he's got oh. game from the outside. Okay. I can see him as a playmaker. I, I can see him doing work inside. I can't see him, like, uh, off the dribble pull-up threes for sure. No, but, but uh, once you're 40-plus, no one goes inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. just sit on the perimeter, so... Right. Just Rashid Wallace it up. Exactly. Three-point line exactly. to three-point line. Yeah. Let it fly, baby. All right. Pick and results. This segment is brought to you by Cash App, the number one finance app in the App Store. Cash App is the easiest way to send money to your friends, like paying up when you lose a bet that Cash App wouldn't call us out on their drinking game. Oh, my. Uh-oh. Cash App. Cash App. Sam Mitchell's baggy suits. Cash App. Cash App. <laughs> Primo Pasta Bargnani. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cash app, cash app. We watch you on the score. Cash app. Oh, also cash app. Cash app also comes with a cash card, a free debit card that comes with boosts, which are like instant cash app, cash card rewards for shopping at the places you already love. You can get discounts off your entire cash app, cash card purchase at places like DoorDash, Whole Foods, Target, and way more. Cash app. This is like the uh, meow scene from Super Troopers, right? One more, one more. <laughs> Cash App. Uh, we are also excited to be working with Cash App to support one of our favorite organizations, the ACLU. When you sign up for Cash App and use the promo code No Dunks, that's one word. Not only will you instantly receive ten dollars, but Cash App will also donate ten dollars to the ACLU on our behalf. This org has been at the center of nearly every major civil liberty battle in the U.S. for almost hundred years. Very important work. So don't forget the promo code. 
no dunks when you download Cash App from the App Store slash Google Play Store today. Cash App, 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 Cash App. Thank you. That was the actual script. No ad libs. Yeah. All right. Pick them results. Wednesday night, it was the Rockets and the Nuggets. Denver favored by two and a half at home. And they got it done. The Rockets' streak was snapped in Denver in the Mile High City. So Denver gets the win. Tass was the only one to take Houston. That's a loss. I'm 8-6 and six for November. Lee's 8-6. and six. Trey's 7-7. Seven and seven. Tass, you fall to 6-8. and eight. Only two games on tonight. That's right. This is our first, uh, mm. first you know, two-night game of the season. Yeah. Really focus on those, but uh, which one are we picking? Yeah. Double header for TNT tonight. Yep. Those are the only two games. And I'm going with the one with the bigger spread. Milwaukee, 11 and a half point favorites over the Portland Trailblazers. Mm. Why are they 11 and a half point favorites? Well, Damian Lillard is out. Okay. He's out. He's out. He's out. He's out. And He's Milwaukee out. coming off, uh, obviously, beat. a game mm. last night in Atlanta. A so you got to go back to Milwaukee. Yeah, it was a high, off, high octane game. Everybody was shooting threes, like Lee said. Yeah. Uh, do they have Portland's enough waiting for them. It's a big line. It's a big line. And I wonder, you know, Lillard is out. I wonder if the uh, if the Bucks on a back back if they decide to rest anybody as well. Ooh, you know, I wonder. Ooh. I wonder. Giannis doesn't manage his loads. No, not Giannis. That's the Cream City, baby. <laughs> Are they wearing Cream City tonight? I don't know. Only time will tell. All right. Mm. How many times they're wearing them? Did we uh, we clarify that? Not one? sure about that. It was one. very. It was a, it was a handful. Okay. Uh, Lee, why don't you get us started? Because yeah. you and I have the the best records right now. We should have to uh, to pick for. Uh, I'll, I'll take the box. Blazers are struggling right now, no Lillard, but yeah, a little worried that the Bucks might just say, yeah, well, just we we we've probably got this one tonight, so we might rest. So you're taking Milwaukee by 11 and 12 a half. 12 points, yeah. Yeah, um, that's too high. I think it's uh, I think the Bucks are gonna win. This could be one of those uh, just weird covers. Oh so, yeah. So give me the Blazers. Um, you know, give me the Blazers and the, and the points, obviously. I'm getting. Yeah, I'm with you on the points. That's three games and four nights for the Blazers, too. But at least the Bucks are also traveling. Maybe they figure, eh, we can just we can win this game, but only by a few points. So I'll, t- I'll take the Blazers on the points. Tassie, where do you go, buddy? Logic, Logic says uh, the Blazers. Because, you know, Milwaukee played a fairly close game against the Hawks last night. Yeah. The Blazers aren't a horrid team with C.J. McCollum and uh, 35-year-old Carmelo Anthony out there. Give me the Bucks. Logic, wow. Logic, toss it out the window. <laughs> Who needs it? All right, so we got Lee Antas taking the Bucks, favored by 11 and a half. They got to win by 12 or more points, and uh, Trey and I have the Blazers trying to cover. All right, guys, that's it for us today, at least for right now. Remember to keep an eye and an ear on the No Dunks podcast feed. We're going to have a new podcast for you later today, one month in. Talking uh, MVP one month in, debating that. You know, most improved, a couple other awards, surprises, disappointments, funniest moments should be a lot of fun so that's the one month in podcast we will have that up later today clipper bro you heard it here first have a great time turn up love you guys awesome uh thanks for joining us and remember actually this is a question for you skeets you said there's four cookies left on our table right here (laughs) Yes, four snickerdoodles left right so you said if we had a good first show yeah. Uh, we'd be able to eat a cookie each. Right. What is your determination? Uh, nobody will be touching that cookie. Ah. Horrible show. Embrace the day, people. <laughs> you could stay.